Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The ABCs of salvation help you to turn away from your current life and turn towards Jesus. Pastor J.D. describes the steps for you at the end of his prophecy updates. A is for admit you are a sinner. B is for believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And C is for call upon his name, and you will be saved. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November 1st, 2020. So, I believe the rapture is going to happen at any time. And I'm so excited about that. And it's my hope. It's, It's my only hope. It's your only hope, too. But do you know what the implications of that are? If somebody is not born again of the Spirit of God, does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they're going to be left behind to face unspeakable horror. Unspeakable horror. They need Jesus. One last thing. And please hear my heart. If somehow we could have Elijah here this morning, I mean, first of all, how cool would that be? (laughs) We have a guest speaker today. (laughs) Really? Who? Wow. Elijah. No way! Way. Let's just say we could have Elijah come up here and just share with us. What do you think he would say? I think he might say something like this. I know you want to make America great again. I wanted to make Israel great again. But God, God had a different plan. God had a different way. It was much higher. He wanted to take me to heaven, out of this world not my home. I think of another classic, timeless hymn, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. I think Elijah would say, like Peter. In fact, I just wonder if Elijah thought, oh, Peter, you're doing what I did. You wanted it here. 
You want a a tabernacle here? No, it's not here. It's up there. Oh, it would be great. It would be so great to have it here. No, no, Peter, no, Elijah. It's not down here. It's up there. I made a comment one time. I was asked to expound on it, and I struggled in doing so. I said, I want to make heaven great again. What do you mean? (laughs) This is not our home. This is not our home. You can have it after we're gone. You can't have it before we're gone, because (laughs) not so fast. (laughs) But after we're gone, have at it. It's all yours. Oh, by the way, just so you know, uh, you're only going to have it for seven years, and it's not going to be pretty. You know what's interesting? Is that post-election, there's likely to be many Elijahs who will be unnecessarily disillusioned in wanting to turn things around here on earth. But God wants to turn the Elijahs amongst us around and take us to heaven instead. Wednesday comes after Tuesday, and I just want to encourage you from the Lord with the word of the Lord, that God rules over all and overrules all. And God will have the final word. Am I suggesting that perilous times are going to come? No, I am not. Perilous times are already here, and they have been, and it's going to get worse. That's what my Bible says. And it's a good thing, and it's a God thing, because maybe that's the thing that it's going to take on Wednesday, November 4th, for Christians to finally say, you know what? I've had it. Well, it's about time. It's about time. Because I want to take you like Elijah. Yeah, but Ahab, Jezebel, Trump, Biden, Hillary. Should I go on? No. Some of you say, stop. Don't worry about that. Every week, and particularly leading up to Tuesday, I find myself pleading (laughs) and pointing for us to see Jesus only. That's why we're doing these updates, and that's why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation, and the person of Jesus Christ. The gospel is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 
where the Apostle Paul says that the gospel we preached is that Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day. And then in His first ever epistle to the Thessalonians, He says that the gospel is that Jesus Christ was crucified, buried, resurrected on the third day, and He's coming back again one day to rapture us away like He did with Elijah. That's the good news. That's the gospel. It's also why we end with the ABCs of salvation, which please know is only a childlike, simple way. It's not the only way. It's just a simple way to share the gospel with somebody. And I think you would agree that we're living in a day like never before, and likely a day that we will never see again, where we have the greatest and grandest of opportunities to move everyone every day closer to Jesus, while there's still time. For the last couple months now we've been sharing testimonies that are just such an encouragement. We receive them from people all over the world, online members. I want to share with you three for today. There were so many more, but so hard to pick the ones that I want to share with you to encourage you. Good evening, Pastor J.D. I am writing from Pretoria, South Africa. On the evening of 15 October 2020, Pardon me. My husband and myself have listened and watched your Bible prophecy update, October 4th, 2020, But God. The link was forwarded to us by friends. We went to collect stuff at the outskirts of Pretoria, which is an hour's drive from us, and gave us enough time to listen to the end. You need more than an hour lately with the updates there, longer than an hour. But anyway... On the way back, we came to your clip about the billboards with the ABC of Salvation message there in the USA. As this clip with the billboard picture was being showed, our vehicle's lights fell on an empty billboard next to the road at that very moment. And on the billboard it said, advertise here, phone number. And I immediately knew it was God that was telling us to advertise the ABC of Salvation message on this specific billboard. The next day I drove back to the billboard to get the cell phone number, and we started with all the planning. I also heard you say, the word love, Jesus loves you, has become so watered down by the world, and that Jesus likes you is better. Isn't that sad? So this weekend, Saturday 24-10-2020, the ABC of Salvation message went up here in Pretoria, South Africa. Jesus likes you instead of Jesus loves you. Isn't that something? That when you say Jesus loves you, yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus likes you. He does. She says, we trust God to show us what to do further with this ABC message billboard, and that many people will see this message, and that hearts will be touched. Jesus likes you. Uh, I hope I pronounce their names right. Forgive me if I don't. Sonia and Tony from Pretoria, South Africa. Here's the second one. 
Pastor J.D., on behalf of my family, I would like to thank you for your faithful service to our Lord. I'd also like to share with you a story that has been over a year in the making. Early 2019, my Aunt Kathy went to visit a lifelong friend in Massachusetts. While visiting, this friend shared your ministry. My aunt returned from her trip and started to listen to you. She eventually started sharing the updates with her family, myself included, but none of us were much interested. It's worth pointing out that all of us were professing Christians. And then... COVID happened. My aunt has long been a pre-trib believer, but seeing the world go the way it was, well, it was overwhelming. My aunt became burdened with needing to know that her loved ones were saved and right with God. You can imagine her disappointment when none of us were as excited about the last days as she was since she had been watching your updates Well, due to COVID affecting the tourism industry, we know something about that here, I was out of work for several months. I took this time to dive into some conspiracy theories. While I learned a lot, my aunt wasn't particularly interested in what I was learning. She kept talking about the last days. So to sort of prove her wrong, I started to look into some of your updates. I was not expecting to see some of my conspiracy theories come up in your research as proof that we are living in the last days, specifically the one world government, and how that related to the book of Revelation. So now I was hooked. I stopped with the conspiracies and focused on understanding the prophecies still to come. I eventually got my dad on board, and all three of us would watch your updates weekly. My aunt's heart was encouraged. I would try to share with my brother and his wife the things I, we were learning. They would usually dismiss us and talk about other things. We got them to watch your update about the test kits that were ordered before a virus was discovered. They watch you weekly now too. They actually use, listen to this, the ABCs of salvation to pray with their seven-year-old to be saved. Hallelujah. And JD, we heard the updates about the billboards. There is now an ABCs of salvation billboard in Watertown, South Dakota. By the way, I, this is not my fault. I did not start this whole thing. There was a brother in Sebring, Florida that started this whole thing. I'll have you know. So she says, praise the Lord. My brother and his wife were the first to suggest it, but we all chipped in. It's going to be up through December 2020. While this has been a really hard year, yes it has, we have all come together through the shared enjoyment and education of your ministry. Our faith and resolve has been strengthened through the teaching of what the Bible actually says about the last days. Through the Holy Spirit and your teachings, we have understood what the Bible says and how it relates to what is happening now in 2020. It has also empowered us to share our faith with others more than we have in the past. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. We are still usually greeted with the scoffing, and how long have they been saying Jesus is coming? 
But like you said, that just confirms another end time prophecy. Thank you, J.D. Be blessed, Maranatha. Last one. This comes from Elizabeth. Greetings, Pastor Farag. I have been following your prophecy updates for a few years now. I live in a relatively small city of Indiana, and again, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Terre Haute, T-E-R-R-E-H-A-U-T-E, Haute, Terre Haute. Thank you so much. Terre Haute, Indiana. And felt led to also follow after the trend to place ads. I started with a couple of benches. This one is located outside of one of the two Walmarts in our area. Uh, Perhaps others with a limited budget can do the same. Thank you so much for all your work, Maranatha. Okay, what are the ABCs? The A is for admit or acknowledge that you sin, that you're a sinner, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might be a good person, but you'll never be good enough. There was only one who was perfect, Jesus. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. That's the death penalty. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This one verse has packaged together first the bad news, death, because of sin, with the good news, the gift of eternal life. That's the A, here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And then the C, lastly, very simple, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans ten thirteen seals the deal. All who call upon the name of the Lord, will be saved. Not might, not could, not should, no, will be saved. Last week I mentioned the uh, thief on the cross, as we affectionately refer to him. And I'm so glad I did, because it was some much needed clarity on the part of some as it relates to the ABCs of salvation, not as something we do, because we don't do anything. It's already been done. Jesus did it all. It's not something, you have to do this in order to be saved. It reminds me of a story, if you don't mind. So this woman is uh, wanting to become a member of this church. So she goes to the 
elders and says, I, I would like to become a member of the church. And they say, okay, well, uh, so what you'll need to do is you'll need to go through this uh, 12-week study, Bible study, uh, and then after you complete that, then come back and uh, we'll uh, talk to you. So she completes the 12-week study and course and comes back to the elders and says, okay, I've, I've completed the, the, the course. I want, I want to become a member. They said, oh, uh, wait, now here's what you need to do. And they gave her another six-week course on the church itself that she had to go through and complete. She's like, okay, so she goes and she completes the six-week course, and she comes back and says, okay, I want to become a member. And they said, no, now you have to, and then they gave her more to do, and just, I mean, crushed and discouraged. She leaves, she goes, sits down on this park bench, starts crying out to the Lord, Lord, all I wanted to do was just become a member of this church. And Jesus just encourages her and says, oh, my dear beloved, I've been trying to get into that church for years. (laughs) Couldn't do it. You get the point, right? Come as you are. You don't have to do anything. The thief on the cross didn't do anything. All he did was come under the conviction of the Holy Spirit that he was a sinner. And oh, he's the Savior. And he believed. The other criminal rejected Jesus. The other criminal, the thief on the cross, believed Jesus. And then he called upon him and asked of him, will you remember me when you enter your kingdom? And what was Jesus' response? Not so fast. You got to go through a 12-week course. (laughs) What, you think it's that easy? Huh. Oh, really? On your deathbed, of course, right? No. He says, truly, truly, I say unto you, today you'll be with me in paradise. Wow. That's how simple. Father, I thank you so much for the simplicity of the gospel. Lord, it's impossible really to thank you enough for the gift that you paid for in full when you paid the price and purchased us with your blood shed in our stead. Lord, I thank you for the gift of eternal life. And Lord, I just pray for anyone that has never called upon you, believing in you, looking to you, acknowledging you, putting their trust in you for the forgiveness of sins. I pray that today, while it's still called day, today would be the day of their salvation. And lastly, Lord, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.